All right, this is Down by the Bank, episode eight. I'm Corey. Hey guys, it's Derek. We are recording our instant reaction podcast following the Jaguars' 27 to 23 defeat here in Jacksonville. Started the season 0 and 1. How are you feeling? Uh, man, come on, man, <laughs> come on. Obviously, we know why I'm saying that, but we'll get to that a little bit later in a few. But great game as far as just watching it. It's nice to watch a game that you're in it the whole time. You have a chance to win at the end. You just didn't make enough plays. The refs didn't make some calls. Um, it, it was it was a heartbreaking loss. But, hey, you learn, you get better, and guess what? Wake up Monday, and they're getting ready for San Diego. So, right. But, um, but yeah, let's let's t- talk about a couple things. Um, you know, the Packers, just they, they had a, a decent game plan going in. Um, what, what was your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers and how he played? Uh, well, it didn't seem like he had a whole lot, and correct me if I'm wrong, it didn't seem like, to me, he had a whole lot of pressure on him, so it was kind of hard to to say, because if you're not getting pressure, you're going to have a pretty easy time, I think. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think the Packers look good. I mean, I think their running game looked good. Um, Eddie Lacy looks like he's in really good shape now. Um, that guy's ridiculously, uh, I don't want to say fast, but he's ridiculously athletic-looking for such a big guy. Um, I think they said on TV that he was in that P90X program. Uh, you know that one, the, the one something yeah, TV yeah. and stuff? So, um, but um, the receivers um, look good. Jordy Nelson looked like it took him a little bit of time to get warmed up, but once he got warmed up, he uh, caught that touchdown pass, and I think one or two passes before that. So uh, they look pretty good. I mean, they obviously look like a team uh, that a lot of people have been saying is going to go to the Super Bowl, and rightfully so. If that team is going to the Super Bowl, um, they're going to have some work to do because, I mean, our D, especially our DBs, they played really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the Packers' offensive line played well. There were some holdings that uh, didn't get called here and there, but we just couldn't get any pressure with our down four linemen. And when we did, um, Rodgers escaped and escaped pretty easily. Um, we did get, I think, one or two sacks. I want to say uh, Aldridge uh, got one. Yeah, we got one the whole game. Yeah, Ramsey um, almost had one. That was a heartbreaking play. Mm-hmm. But um, just what I said, when that with Rodgers, the previous podcast, previous cast, expect the unexpected. I, we had him. Ramsey wrapped, about to wrap him up. He's got a hand on him. Rodgers feels that pressure movement within the pocket is so critical in the NFL. He felt it. He moved up. As Ramsey was about to wrap that second hand around him so he couldn't throw it, he throws it. Prince turns around. Oh, crap. There's the ball. Touchdown. Yeah. Adams. Um, That's the one thing it seems like he, and obviously, I guess, but that he's really good at. And I don't know if it's against, you know, just us, but moving around the pocket, any kind of pressure we got, he's pretty much... His footwork was really good. He got out of the way pretty easily. Yeah, and and here's the thing. I, I, talking to a buddy after the game, on third down, especially those key moments, Miles My, Jack didn't play. I didn't see him at all, I don't think. I'm not sure if he had a, a down no, or two. No, he didn't play. I didn't see him at all. Yeah, yeah, he didn't play at all. 
And if it was, you know, just not playing, you know, first game or, but on third downs, maybe they could have devised something that if it were a close conversion to put him in and have him shadow Rodgers, mm-hmm. uh, since he can move very well. So he couldn't, Rodgers couldn't extend those drives and extend those plays. I mean, look at it. All three touchdowns that the Packers had were because of Rodgers' legs. All three of them. Yeah. You know, he, he was able to extend plays. So that just, he does it to everybody. That's what makes him so great. And we just got to uh, live and learn, live and learn. Yeah, and also my uh, fantasy team, I actually drafted Aaron Rodgers as my starter and I have Bortles as my backup and I played Bortles <laughs> just because I didn't want to jinx the uh, the Jaguars. And so uh, he didn't play bad, but obviously, like you said, he had a rushing touchdown, I think two passing touchdowns as well. Bortles, uh Definitely, you know, he, he played well. Um, there were some a um, couple of a uh, couple of missed keys, but the the running game by the Packers was was huge. The running game by the Packers, you know, Eddie Lacy fourteen for sixty one. You know, what can you say? You gotta you gotta uh, try and stop him, and uh, we we did a decent job. I think uh, it wasn't too bad, but he didn't hurt us. You know, there were a couple yeah. plays where he had some long runs on on Packers defense. A lot of zone blitz. They 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 did play some man, and we were able to hurt them on man. Sam Shield or Shields, Sam Shields of the Shields. Yeah, he he held a Rob on more than one play. There was one where he had him by the shoulder pads, and they had him like by the collar, uh-huh. not the back, but the front. They didn't call that. So yeah, whatever. I hate that guy now after just watching him in this game. <laughs> My last you know thing, and and what do, what do you think is Clay Matthews? Man, he yeah. he showed up for them when they needed him, and they tried to run that. You, you figured they would have learned their lesson the first time because they almost got him on that yeah. fake reverse to Lee going back around. But Didn't he get yelled in in the backfield too at one point? Yeah, he did. He did get yelled in in the backfield. He kind of knifes through it. Um, yeah, he shows up very well for them at, at the most critical times when they need him. So. Yeah, as far as Jacksonville goes um, – you know, Robinson, like you said, he was getting mauled, but they definitely were trying with the Bortles Robinson deep ball, jumping catch type plays. Uh, it doesn't seem like they've went away from that since last season. Yeah, that was 50 50. Those 50 50 balls are huge. So Robinson had uh, 15 targets in that game, and they were really, it didn't seem like they'd gone away from the jumping and catch type plays with him, the long ball plays. Um, A lot of those, you know, 15. Uh, targets and some of those were some 50 50 balls the Packers were ready for it the Jags only tried back shoulder throw once and there was a, that was pass interference too but no call um you know they, they, they still played well with what you know what they were up against um like I said before and during in the previous podcast Packers pass defense isn't all that great and it still isn't you know you, you got to get more creative but that's a you know di- different topic Right. Um, well, the one uh, interception was definitely not his fault. Um, yeah, Marquise Lee it was thrown a little bit behind him, but still, you still got to have that. You still got to have that. It was on your back shoulder. You still got to have that. Um, I can't say it enough. It, it, that's just going to take time. And this is probably Lee's first meaningful time as far as a game is concerned in a while. Uh, that's just timing that they'll have to continue to work on. 
Um, seems like it, it seems like he's so close to blowing up too, doesn't it? I mean, I'm just waiting for that guy to get a hundred yard game or something. He only had like twenty or so in this one receiving, I think. Um, but uh, I don't know. You just feel like he's about to break out soon. With the exception of the uh, Julius Thomas touchdown catch, the Packers did a great job of keeping everything in front of them. Mm-hmm. They were running a lot of two deep, you know, cover two zone and man schemes. Um, two split safeties. The only time they ran single high is when we beat them for the touchdown that I saw that was meaningful. They ran it a couple times, but meaningful single high, one safeties with a ha-ha in the back. Um, and and in those time, at those times when they're going too deep, this is where the running game has to come in. Hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> you got to run the ball. The reason why the Jags still continue to run it and only got 39 yards was because they had to. You have to keep the defense honest or Clay Matthews would have had a field day with us. Um, and that offensive line, we, they got to continue to run block. For the most part in pass protection, they play pretty good. Yeah. There weren't too many times where Green Bay was really you know, getting getting to, to Bortles. Um Get how many sacks they did have. Uh, Packers had until you real quick. Looks like three sacks. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and I, I mean, you didn't really hear Beecham or Jokel's name very often, and even that that penalty at the end that that Jokel that was had, crap. Yeah, that wasn't anything. So that, that, uh, that was crap. His hand was caught. The guy turned away. You see, Jokel immediately let go when he turned away, but yeah. the jersey got caught, and they're like, "That's holding." It was not. If that's the case, if you're going to call that holding, then they need to call every other play holding. They could call a lot. Yeah. On uh, there were a couple times, Audric got around the corner for us, and he got held. They didn't call that. So. Yeah, um, I would say. But, didn't you? Did you think there were a couple times in that game? And I think that the the penalties were definitely weighted more towards us. But there were a couple times, like the Jokel call, where they kind of came back the next play and then gave us the same call but on the other side did you notice that yeah there were some favor calls but you know you shouldn't even get to that point um the favor the one the pass interference that wasn't called and then they called it the very next play like that that's an example um it shouldn't even get to that point though you got to be consistent you know don't don't play the favor game because that's when they end up coming up but you know we can't complain about the refs you know they're they're human, but uh, it's still bad, though. Still bad. <laughs> yeah, so like you said, uh, Yeldon, 21 for 39 yards. He had 1.9 average. How big do you think of a deal it was for Chris Ivory to, to miss this game last minute? Very big deal, and I'm going to tell you why. Not because of the running attack as far as yardage. Not because of the threat. Because of the blocking one of those sacks that happened was because that Clay Matthews got, not because Beecham gave up, it's because he pushed him to the outside. Denard Robinson got trucked. Hmm. He didn't get he didn't get, <laughs> get passed by. He didn't whiff. He got trucked. Okay, <laughs> they were running a nickel defense. They had two down or four down linemen, two on each side, two linebackers in the middle, and. They both came on the blitz. Linder picked up one. Robinson was supposed to pick up the other. Flushed Bortles out right into Clay Matthews. So, see, and I remember I even texted you about that too. I was like, "Oh, is that Beecham?" But then I, when you mentioned it, I, I looked back at it and saw, yeah, I guess is, what is that with Robinson? Is he just not strong enough or what? He, he, you have to, of course, Robinson. You're you know five ten, five eleven. 
200 pounds and you're going up against a linebacker that's probably 6'2", 6'3", 240, you have to do whatever it is you have to do. And he tried to square up and just block that guy. Mm-hmm. What he should have done, he should have cut him. Now, because usually I don't like to hear someone say that a player got cut blocked, but as long as you're doing it and it's face-to-face, fronts on front, it's okay. He should have cut him is what he should have done. And that would have at least given Bortles an extra second or two to make a decision. Mm-hmm. But instead, he tried to face him up, which means go straight on, and he basically got trucked. So uh, bad on Denard Robinson. Shoelaces go go back to Michigan. I thought you should have got cut anyway, but that's a different story. Um, this is actually the first game he actually tied his shoes, and he got hit so hard they came undone. He wasn't even <laughs> going to play had Ivory not gone to the hospital. So that ought to tell you right there. And the coaching staff, they did know, hey, yeah, he's fast, he's elusive, and he can do some things, but he can't block. Hey, did you hear? What, did you hear why? Speaking of that, did you hear why uh, Alu Alu uh, was a scratch? Because he was on the sideline in a hat. Yeah, they said he was a healthy scratch. Uh, I'm not sure why. We'll have to do some research on that and see why. You know, I'm sure they'll get coaches a good ass after the game. Yeah. Um, sure, seemed like we could have used him. Mm-hmm. And back yep. to, back to the pass rush. You know, the one sack by Audric. Uh, any thoughts on Dante Fowler and Malik Jackson and Jockwe? I mean, uh. I, you know, first game playing together, you, you got to play as a unit. Um, there's also the Jags were doing a lot of uh, – they were doing a mix, good mix of zone and man coverages, and depending on that front four to get some pressure. I think we'll find out – how good they are next week when we play a flat-footed quarterback yeah. with Phillip Rivers as opposed to Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers ran away from a few things. He definitely ran away from Yannick one time. Uh, he ran away from Audric a couple times. Uh, I, I saw Fowler maybe once or twice, but not sure. So he, he, you're, you're taking that defensive line and putting him up against the best that the NFL has to offer. Right. And Phillip Rivers is a good quarterback, but he's not mobile at all. Right. He can't run, hardly. Right. So, we'll see. Well, I guess that's the thing, is just trying to <clears throat> alter your expectations from this game on what happened to, to the opponent, too. Because, again, I mean, it doesn't sound like you're as high maybe on Green Bay as the commentators are, but relatively speaking, I guess for how we've performed the last couple of years and this being such a young team, it's not, still not a bad game overall. We'll, we'll look at it this way. If Green Bay is supposed to go to the Super Bowl, either we're really that you know, we're, we're, we're really coming along great, which I like. Yeah. Or the the uh, the Packers just had a really bad game, and they didn't turn the ball over either. So I don't think they turned the ball uh, – you know, the Packers didn't turn the ball over. So nope. they played okay. They had decent running game going. They were able to throw the ball. They definitely had some a drive going that really took the wind out of our sail in the third quarter where they ate up a lot of clock. Um, so I think the Jags are – improving they're definitely improving but at the same time to say that green bay is going to the super bowl automatically you know and out of the nfc there's other teams out there um that can that can play with them so yeah i'll tell you what though my uh prediction of uh nortman as team mvp it's looking pretty good 62.5 punt average both inside the 20 <laughs> yeah yeah hey we'll take it field position that's how we got that that touchdown and that's how we were able to play yeah is because they were able to 
win the battle of field position and win some clock. If you guys notice in the second quarter, uh, Green Bay's coach McCarthy, that's when he kind of called a timeout and he, he noticed that. He noticed that we were winning time of possession and we had them pinned down. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, we scored and then they got the ball off a of kickoff, but he picked up on that and he changed. That's when they started running the ball more with Eddie Lacy. That's what good. That's what good coaching does. When you recognize things, hey, my D's getting tired. Rodgers hadn't been out there. The original plan that the Jacks had was working, but coaching adjustments kind of changed it a little bit. And I guess you kind of have to give props almost to Bradley too, because it seemed like he started recognizing that the defense was getting winded, and that's why they started going on a lot of those early fourth downs uh, early on in the game. Um, yeah, and I, and those were huge. Yeah, those were huge. By the way. We, I mean, so, we converted. I think almost every single one except the last play of the game. Three for four. Yeah. So three for four. But yeah, uh, yeah. One sack of the game, the entire game. That that stinks. Myers looked great. Three for three. Two for two on PATs. I won't lie. I was nervous, but he looked uh, pretty good. So that's good, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know we talked a little bit about the referees, kind of uh, not being great. And then what are your thoughts on that final? call at the end by Greg Olson uh, to try to get the first down or score a touchdown. Uh, man. Okay. So the play is not a bad play. Let's get that out there now. The play is not a bad play. It's good to have. You got man on man, your two best receivers on one side, Thomas on the left. It's basically pick your poison. So that's fine. The problem was, was it the time to call the play? Fourth and one, no timeouts, 31 seconds left. I bet you, and I I like to gamble, so anybody want to challenge me on it, bring it. (laughs) I bet you $20 that they were thinking we're going to run the bubble get the first down, and if he can't get to the end zone, he can get out of bounds Mm. and stop the clock. Sorry, you can't. You can set up. You know this isn't pool where you're setting up two and three shots ahead. Yeah. You, you know you got fourth down. You got to get the. You got to. You got to live to fight. You know, or not live to fight another day, but you got to get that to fight another day. You know, fight to get another down. Right. So worry about the rest of that later. You can stop the clock or whatever with the, with a spike, but you, you got to get the fourth down, and you. you I guess they didn't want to run any more 50-50 balls because they had tried it to play a play or two before. Right. Um, but I definitely would not have gone with the bubble screen on fourth and one. And, you know, they went with it to the short side of the field too. So that's how the Packers defense was able to recover so quickly. The ball was on the right hash, I mm-hmm. want to say. So uh, that one's going to sting for a while. But, hey, at least – we can say that the losses for the fans and us, it stings versus knowing we didn't get blown out by 30 points. Right. So that's the thing too. Yeah. I don't even, it's weird, but I don't even really feel that bad about this game. Like I'm still pretty optimistic. Like that last play call sucks and the ending of the game, it sucks that ended the way it did, but I still feel pretty optimistic after that one. I don't know. I, I do feel optimistic, but I'm, I really feel that they, we need to get at least, you know, in the first four games, we got to go two and two or three and one. Mm. Um, it, it just, you know, it stinks, and I we need to get W's. Moral victories don't count anymore. We need W's, and that was just a that was a a, a bad 
that was a bad timing call. And yeah, some people say that the timing of the play to Bortles, you know, when when he bubbled out, it was kind of it was kind of a little bit late. But you can't if you run that screen to the short side, and you got all those guys. They they had Dicks. Haha was all the way back. Everybody else was in the box. Yeah. So you got ten guys up there. Uh, so it, you got a Rob who's taking on one. Hearns already has to beat a Rob's yeah, man. Right. A Rob's cracking down. Yeah. So it just it, it was the. The, the, the wrong time in the game to make that call. This might be blasphemy, but when I was watching it, did Robinson really put a whole lot of effort into blocking that guy? Because no, he did because that's the whole point of a uh, it, it's it's a quick bubble screen, uh-huh. so it's supposed to be a quick. He's not supposed to um, really hold on to him because the instant reaction of that DB in the slot is to turn and spin. Okay. And if Robinson keeps blocking him and he hits him in the back, that's a block in the back. I got you. So it's just called a crack. But mm-hmm. when you do it like a crack, it's real quick. So they, they, they can call it a crack back or a crack block or, or, uh, but he, you see, he cracked down. So it's supposed to be real quick. Boom. And that gives him just enough time to catch the ball. And then Hearns' job is to beat the man one-on-one. Okay. Of course, the, the Green Bay defender, I don't, don't recall his name on the outside, but the one that was originally lined up on A-Rob mm-hmm. did a fantastic job. You know why? He played assignment football, and he stayed there. He did not move. That's interesting. And that forced him back inside where six other guys were coming to, to make the tackle. Right, right. That's interesting. Well, last thing, what would you say would be your uh, play of the game for the Jaguars? Play of the game... I really, really like that touchdown pass to Julius Thomas. <laughs> Just the, the Julius you know Thomas, I mean? yeah, that was a nice play. I like the uh, Hearns caught a pass. They ran a two deep cover, cover two, two deep safeties, uh-huh. Green Bay, and Hearns slipped through the middle, and we recognized it very easily. That one stuck out. And then also the um, the, the stop to get the ball back in the late in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. that defensive stop. Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, Telvin played great. We'll get to more yeah. on that. Telvin played awesome. Yeah. Man. He had no missed assignments. I didn't see any. Hope if somebody else saw one, call me out on it. But I didn't see any, and he played great. Yeah. So. Well, and this is rapid reaction, so really, I mean, I haven't even had a chance to to look at anything in more in depth than neither of you. So we'll have a chance to do that and kind of regroup our thoughts and notes and everything and come back later this week. Um, the plan is we'll do these uh, briefly after the game, um, each game, just to kind of give a, a rapid reaction, and then we'll come out with an episode later in the week that kind of more thoroughly recaps the game, uh, talks about any news going on during the week, and then looks ahead to the to the game ahead. So um, how's your uh, fantasy team doing, by the way? I don't know because ESPN's <laughs> app is still down. <laughs> Um, let's see. And let me let me check it here really quick to see if we get anything. Oh, it's up! Yay! Oh, it's finally up at five forty-six. It's been down since one o'clock. So, well, that's that's good. So, good job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later this week. All right, guys. Take care. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. 
and hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.